kids after what happened to him with Molly. Exactly. <laughs> they probably put him off women entirely. Wait, are you talking about the scene where Harry's making out with somebody? Wait, what? <laughs> um, welcome to the Dresden Files podcast. <laughs> Some to of the that Files Wi-Fi podcast. swapping. Great. Yes. Oh, it worked. <laughs> the Dresden Files podcast, the only Dresden Files podcast called the Dresden Files podcast, which is sponsored by the Rubber Dogs Network. We That's have lots of news. We got lots of guests. That is, we have one guest and we have two bits of news. And she is uh, the, the news. Guest. She's the source of the news. <laughs> She's the source of the news. Oh, yes. Uh, I think the news is that Jim went on an interview with some guy on the internet and said that he's working on Cinder Spires and wants to have that into the publisher by the end of summer. I think that's that what the guy, news was, right? Was that the news? At some of it. At some of it. And that guy's Daniel Green, <laughs> who's an awesome YouTuber. Yeah, Daniel. So shout out to Danny, him. Right. Yeah, Woo! Daniel, like, like, like and subscribe later. For now, and, and I've just been enjoying him so much. <laughs> <laughs> this is Purcell. Hello, Priscilla. 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 Spencer. Priscilla. Thank you. We haven't had a guest that uh, in so long. So this has been a, like, uh, how long have you been on, Jacob? Like, I think you were the last guest that we did this for. Um, and then he just never went home. We kind yeah, of adopted him. Yeah, pretty much. Uh, couldn't like, get, couldn't so, get rid of him. I've really tried. After me, one more to go. What is your three favorite books of the Dresden Files? You're not allowed to say books that we don't know yet. Uh, <laughs> well, you know about them now. Yeah, now yeah. doesn't no, no. We have you to want me to content. not like, yeah. like pry answers out of your brain. You want me to be nice. You have to not say those. And your favorite character. Excellent. Uh, so probably uh, favorite books I imagine uh, would be um, like changes because everyone loves changes. Um, uh, skin game, and I'm actually of the contingency that freaking adores Ghost Story, mostly because <laughs> my favorite character you know, is Molly. So, and I was there's so some really, to really great Molly stuff, and so like, like any of the the weaker points of the book are like, I don't care, just like Molly. So that's it. Cancel the interview. We're done. <laughs> I, was, I was like, she, she got like, she got like two out of three. I was like, skin games, yes, his changes, yes. Now she just needs to say cold base. We got the same books. And she drops, she drops a ghost story on you. Boy, talk about being prisoner of the moment. <laughs> Actually, like, the Cold Day has got like by far the most uh, like audition scenes. When I was auditioning the actors for the trailer, um, uh, I was like, because uh, secrecy was was so paramount, I couldn't use scenes from like the actual book. Mm -hmm. um, so I just like used scenes from from pre-existing material, and yeah, like Cold Days was by far the most commonly used uh, source. Damn good book. It has a very large cast of people mm -hmm. that seem and like they all have like very important things to say to Harry in that book. <laughs> it's kind of sad that Thomas didn't have a line in the trailer because his snark is so good. Mm -hmm. And also, like it was, it was frustrating because, like, when I was doing auditions, I was like auditioning pretty early in the game. Um, and like the script wasn't finalized at that point. And so I knew that just like, I needed to find actors that would just like absolutely nail whatever I could throw at them. Um, and so uh, like all of these actors like got these like this really, really juicy audition material. And then like, and like for, for Molly's actress, I feel awful <laughs> because I mean, she's just divine. And like uh, I had her audition using um, uh, the scene in Cold Days where she's like patching Harry up after uh, the, the fight with Lacuna. Mm -hmm. uh, and her posse and um i mean just like freaking like tear your heart out she's just such an incredible performer and literally like her performance in the trailer is like i push a thing no 
my girl. I, I guess I, we kind of already got the answer to who's your favorite character then. It's, yeah. Yeah. Probably Molly. <laughs> Yeah, that's that's why ghost story and you know mm -hmm. yeah it's good. So why why Molly over anybody else? I guess. Um, I mean I think part of it started um, because just like when I first started reading, um, like I was in college, um, like I was, and um, I mean like her. I was sort of like like sort of being thrown into to new experiences and and wasn't really quite sure that like. Uh, like what the best way of handling them was. And I mean, I just sort of like vibe with, with Molly there. And then also I was like, just sort of starting to get into cosplay and like Molly had the most interesting outfits. I was actually the very first ever non-Harry cosplayer in the fandom, uh, like dressing as Molly. Um, and uh, yeah, I, I just also just kind of clicked with her that way. And then I've just really been enjoying like seeing her character growth um, and how she just like is sort of occasionally like running into walls like like uh sometimes like needing to learn things a couple times uh for for things to really sink in and i mean yeah she just feels very human and and i just enjoy the heck out of her mm. awesome how many books were out when you when you got into dresden uh deadbeat had just got come out ah. did you start at deadbeat or did you start at the beginning oh, like a uh, proper I started person at the beginning. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I started at the beginning like a proper yeah. person. Yeah. Um, I had uh, like, I, I started out as like a, a big Buffy fan, and um, on like the, one of the primary Buffy websites, uh, I saw there was like an ad for uh, the Dresden audiobooks, like with a picture of of James Marsters on it, and like I actually swore to myself then that I would never read this series because I wanted to prove to myself that I wasn't that pathetic a James Marsters fangirl. Or like, okay, <laughs> like there there are limits to like where I will go. Um, but then uh, in, uh, uh, I guess, like late August, early September of, of 2005, uh, there was this group of uh, like uh, uh, Buffy Spike fan fiction authors uh, that, that I enjoyed following that were all gathering together for this like, um, like uh, micro convention thing, which is basically like an excuse for like them all to hang out with each other in person uh, called Focon. And um, they were all going to uh, be watching uh, Serenity together at this movie theater that was across the street from my college dorm. And so I'm like, like, can I join you guys? And so like, th they were super accommodating. They invited me out to dinner with them. Um, and we all watched the movie together. And they told me like, hey, you, you have to like hang out with us this weekend uh, at this event. And um, so it was them that, that told me that like, yeah, you really need to read the Dresden Files. Like, like, like I don't care what, what like a weird rules you you've come up with in your own head like <laughs> pick up these books and right. like they they had all these pins and stuff that like in these little goodie bags that they were giving out to all the attendees and they all had um like little um uh like taglines and quotes from dresden and i was like okay i need to read this series and then uh like got the audiobooks listened to them um like on the the, the way to this uh sort of uh, firefly shindig meetup thing and then was like hooked on the train so I mean, I kind of got into it similarly. There was like, I was, I was mostly listening to, I think, vampire books, and I love Buffy. And then I was like, hey, James Masters, I got to listen to this. And then like two weeks later, I was up to Changes or something. I think Changes had just come out. Nice. <laughs> okay. I think if you could uh, give us a little bit of the history of how you started working closer with Jim, 
-hmm. and becoming more integral to the whole operation. I think there's a lot of people who don't know that history and it'd be helpful for future questions. Sure. So uh, like around that time, like 2005, 2006, uh, it was leading up to uh, when the first TV show was gonna happen. And so just like, as they were sort of promoting this TV show in progress, um, like people started, more people started learning about the series. There was this sort of massive growth from um, the, the, the old McAnally's uh, like emailing list um, to uh, like Fred ended up creating these, the, the official forums. And um, like it was, it was just Fred uh, sort of like running everything and, and he was just like totally overwhelmed sort of trying to keep everyone um, uh, uh, in line. And I would just sort of like constantly be, be volunteering my time to um, like sort of like help make sure that, that uh, like everyone was happy. Uh, everyone, like I, I would uh, sort of set myself up as the person that was, that um, uh, like always knew like where in the books to, to look for to like providing um, like textual references uh, to, for anyone that, that needed help like supporting their theories. Um, and then it was just generally like a helpful person. And so Fred saw me doing this and just like sort of kept throwing responsibilities at me. Um, uh, I think the first thing that I took on was like uh, being sort of the, the news editor for, for the website. Uh, and then I became a moderator on the forums, uh, created the timeline. And um, then uh, like White Knight came out and I, I sort of like joked on, on the, po the then podcast, uh, the first Dresden Files podcast, I guess it was. Um, there was another that, one? Mm -hmm. Yeah, like it was a sort of short-lived thing that, that, that Fred and I ran um, uh, for a time. And I was sort of like jokingly pointing out that uh, like Molly had had two birthdays in the span of the 10 months between Proven Guilty and White Knight. Uh, and so like, eh, so Jim, like if you ever need a timeline beta and then Jim emails me the next day asking me to join the beta list. Uh, and so, so that was that. Then a couple years went by uh, and um, like I, I was one of the betas, but um, like I, in my mind, uh, like I, I didn't really have like a close <clears throat> uh, relationship with Jim at that point. Um, but uh, he was, when he was writing the last of the Alera books, he um, like, like it's the kind of series where uh, like everyone re reading it was like, like, why doesn't this have a map? Like, this is the, the type of story that, that you really want to have that in the front of the book. Uh, and so he wanted to correct that for the last book in the series. And uh, so he wanted to like find a, find, like, he, like Penguin was gonna find an artist uh, and his responsibility was just to um, create a like back of the napkin sketch essentially um, for, uh, to, that the artist could use as reference of like where everything was relative to each other, but he'd lost his little hand-drawn map in a move two years prior. So like basically he'd just been winging it since then. Uh, and so he uh, reached out to the betas for assistance in like like putting all that material together. Uh, I volunteered uh, to, 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 to uh, be that person and just like was collecting all this, like as, as I was uh, working, like rereading the series, like making sure that I had all the distances relative to each other uh, accurate. Um, and uh, like, like, I um, was also like collecting reference images of like, like here the the, the, the culture, the, the art of the cultures that um, that informed Jim. Like basically creating this like reference document that would be given to the official artist that the penguin was going to find. Eventually, it got to the point where um, like. Uh, we realized that Penguin thought that Jim was going to be finding the artist and Jim thought Penguin was going to find the artist and like they needed to find an artist that day basically. Uh, and so Jim turns to me with this like volume of material and was like, like you did graphic design in college, right? Like, yeah. 
do you want to take a crack at it? I was like, okay. And so I created the Alara map and then it turned out really well. And so um, that, that got me some work uh, doing some other, um, uh, for some other uh, authors that, that were connected to Jim. Like the first was like another author that, um, that had an agent in common and then an editor in common. And then it just sort of became its own thing. And then I did the maps for the Cinder Spires later on. So, yeah. I hope Cinder Spires was a little bit easier. Like he was able to give you his hand drawn sketch first instead of read through <laughs> everything, now figure it out. Mm -hmm. But yeah, like in the process of doing the, the Alara map, uh, like Jim and I were just communicating with each other daily. And, and that's when we really just became genuine friends as opposed to just, I am working next to you, so. Did you guys live in the same state at that point or was you like pretty far away from each other? Uh, no, he was uh, living in Independence at the time and uh, I was in uh, uh, at school in Philadelphia. Okay. It was all online. It's, am it's amazing what uh, technology can do. Mm -hmm. Right. So your first beta book was White Knight of Small Favor for Dresden? Uh, I started uh, like when he was, um, uh, I guess, Princeps Fury, I think it was. Like he, like he was like most partially done with it, I think. So your first beta book was actually a Codex Lara book. Not yeah. That yeah, he was like half finished at the time. And I sort of jumped in the deep end. Yeah, when I was supposed to be like studying for my exams, like, but there's this entire Lara book that needs to be read. Yes. <laughs> So one of the one of the things I wanted to establish earlier, so I'm going to jump in. So I I wanted to have you go down like we're we're chipping away at it, right? Uh -huh. But if we were if we were to do the the Game of Thrones introduction and call <laughs> all of your titles, right? So like on the subreddit, your your archive, right? Your flared is the archive, which is obviously how you got to be a beta. You know, apparently is that you you started the timeline. So I was going to put in curator of the timeline and you know all of this other stuff. So what other what other secret you know projects or lesser known projects? I mean, because you're the director of the the fan trailer most recently. Mm -hmm. uh, you know the so if if you can think of those things like where you kind of impacted the fandom and and lay that out for us because I mean I'm learning about some of the history alongside everybody else. So. <laughs> So yes, uh, with the fan uh, trailer, um, I, I wrote, directed, uh, sort of co-executive produced with Jim. I did all the VFX for it. Um, then uh, for Jim's website, I uh, basically like uh, Fred handles all of the like the, the infrastructure, and I handle all the content. Um, uh, and that includes like all the Dresden drops. Like I write all those myself. Um, like like do all the the, the, the graphics and whatnot. Um, uh, like the organizing, like the the the, the time schedule of that. Um, uh, managing the official store, like uh, the, the Jim Butcher news feed. Um, like back when there was an official forum, I was one of the administrators for that. Um, I'm one of the beta readers uh, for the novels, shorts. Um, the, for, I'm one of the, the, the four that uh, also works on the graphic novels, um, uh, the continuity editing for the RPGs. Uh, then um, the, the, the maps for Jim. Uh, then um, uh, they, they have me as a consultant on the, the, the upcoming TV show. Which so it's still upcoming. Out. Still upcoming, yes, yes. Good to know. Um, like back when uh, it was in the hands of, of the, the Blolverine people, I actually created a series Bible for that with Jim, which was fun. Um, then uh, uh, there was like a fan dinner thing uh, in New York Comic Con in, in 2010 or 2011. I don't remember which year, um, but like for, for 80 people and I, single-handedly coordinated that that was fun 
Uh, but yeah, like I, I do a lot of things. <laughs> right. And first of her name, you know, so just yes, throwing yes. that out there. So. <laughs> yes. Well, I Priscilla, mean, I like Dresden Files Priscilla. will be lost without me, first of her name. <laughs> <laughs> like imagine if Jim had to do all that, he'd never have to write. Like he wouldn't have time. Mm -hmm. Right. And we'd end so, up with 18 books instead of 25. <laughs> For the trailer, what kind of budget did you have to be able to work with? Uh, I don't think I'm at liberty to talk about that. Okay. <laughs> More than our budget, though. $1 billion, probably. Anywhere from one to a billion dollars, somewhere in there. Yes, you know? yeah. somewhere, somewhere in that room. <laughs> That's a safe bet. Right. Yeah. I'm good at these numbers things, so. <laughs> <laughs> Better than me. Maybe you should count the episodes. <laughs> right. We're on episode one billion, maybe. I don't know. <laughs> right. What's your favorite conspiracy theory about the Dresden Files? Yeah. Oh, um, <laughs> huh. Or which one you think is the most ridiculous, but you still appreciate, or something? <laughs> it, yeah. See, the the ridiculous could be could be a trap. So you know, while while she's sifting through all the timelines and what she knows and can say, <laughs> and like breaks out the chalkboard and be like, nope, that's out. Nope. <laughs> so. Well, I love like back on the back on the old official forums, um, like like years, years, years ago, uh, Miss Duck uh, with her theory that Molly is Mab, and like long before she ever became the Winter Lady, and so like when that happened, Miss Duck was like, yes, yes, <laughs> and then you believed me. Right, close enough. Yeah, <laughs> yeah. Which theory have you seen early on, or like a theory that has actually paid off by now? Something similar to that. Would you think it's like where you were like, how did they figure that out? Um, huh. Genuinely, nothing is coming to mind at the moment. Um, yeah, like everything coming to mind is just like spoilers. <laughs> right. The one where Dresden wakes up at the so, bottom of the of the stairs in the cupboard again. Mm -hmm. So just so we're clear, I'm going to take this as confirmation that my theory was right and everything is happening in peace talks. So yes, yes. <laughs> no, we've <established laughs> because, because she can't tell us because it's being revealed in peace talks or well, it's secret side cousin, you know, that peace talks part was coming. Everything's yeah, actually I'm, happening peace in peace talks. In you fact, so much happened in right. peace talks. So much happened in peace talks, it became two books, Justin. So you mm -hmm. were right. Everything right. happens in peace talks. Oh, well, we never actually said that on the news. By the way, there are two books coming out this year: Battleground and Peace Talks. Mm -hmm. Battleground's coming. Yeah, we never actually said that, did we? No. Uh, right. But oh yeah, surprise! Oh yeah, you're listening. <laughs> you're listening to the Dresden Files Enjoy. podcast, but you didn't know already that there are two books. Uh, to be fair, mm -hmm. we do announce the news. Right. Yes. We just did. And there's a yeah, trailer. There's yes, there was. And a trailer. there's a trailer. I was sure we were being bamboozled with the Battleground. I was like, it's like an early Evil Fool's joke. Yeah, you were. You were adamant about that. I was really sure. I was like, I don't know about that because it's already <laughs> up for pre-sale. And it's right. It, it is the most elaborate April Fool's joke to date. So, mm -hmm. yeah. And I mean, to be fair, you guys do a really bang up job on the April Fool's pranks. So yeah, that's yeah. another thing that wasn't on my list. I do the April Fool's pranks every year. I assume you you're go. taking a break this year. What's that? I assume you're taking a break this year. Oh no, this year is going to be fun. <laughs> awesome. you're, you're really going to enjoy this one. So how do you feel when you did that Able Fool show with the theater show, I think it was? And right. someone actually bought tickets to go to mm. New York. And like, like, oh, oh yeah. Tickets to a Broadway show before you've gotten tickets to the Broadway show. <laughs> Come Wait, on, people. 
oh. just a super fan, man. So yeah. yeah. <laughs> Could have a few more points in planning though. Right. Mm -hmm. Min-maxing. We put all our points in super fan, a little bit less in, you know, checking the calendar or, you know, checking for actual tickets. If it had been on ice, more people would check calendars. That's how we have a timeline. <laughs> right. <laughs> Mm. I, I, you also help I him. Felt ter terrible, but also I thought it was hilarious. Because so. mm. also, it like, help him should have been the... so obvious. Like uh, the, I try to um, like do this, um, like strike this balance. So like like maybe the first paragraph is kind of credible, but by the time you get to the end, it should be just clearly obvious that this is a joke. Because right. I, I I don't want to hurt anyone. Like I don't want to um, like like. Um, I, I, I want to make sure that these jokes are, are harmless fun that everyone can enjoy and like someone like genuinely like losing money on something that, that I created like like no one no one has fun doing that. Right. Um, so I think Jim did to like he reached out to that person mm -hmm. or something didn't he? Yeah, yeah and gave him right. I, I think like an early peek of the next book or something. Uh, so, so yeah. And if, the, if they were able to make a trip of New York out of it then I mean you know that's yeah. still still a good reason so. <laughs> I was kind of, I, I kind of a question. I don't know if there's one of your duties, but so as a beta reader, do you ever help him with the uh, the research back end before he writes, or does he mostly do that himself? He does that himself. Like he has oh, okay. like people that he'll reach out to uh, that are sort of subject matter experts, um, mm. uh, and and that is not me. So. Oh. Well. <laughs> hmm. How much inform or like how much feedback? do you guys get to give that he actually takes during the beta reading process? Like I remember reading something a long time ago that there was another character that had an M name and like the betas rebelled and said, no, you're not allowed anymore or something. No more M's. If so, that must've been before my time. Uh, hmm. I, I, that doesn't uh, uh, ring a bell with me. Well, that uh, clearly failed. <laughs> <laughs> yes. Um, uh, it depends on like how how much it will like completely upset like 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 how much of the the, the story it, it it's going to to um upend um, i mean there there've certainly been chapters where um uh like i think that there was something in uh i don't remember which book it was i'm i'm blanking but like there was a scene where between harry and lara where like Harry reveals to her that, that, that Thomas is um, uh, uh, his brother. And I was like, she found out about that back in Blood Rites. And she, Jim was like, damn it. And so he had to write, rewrite the chapter. Um, but uh, yeah, like generally it's um, our, our comments um, are, are more or less restrained to just like like chapter by chapter as opposed to like things that will like completely change the trajectory of the entire book. So he gives you the chapter and you guys get confused up until the later chapters of the book. Like he lets you dangle. He doesn't explain things. Mm -hmm. Yes, yes. He is a monster. Um, <laughs> when, he, when he wrote Small Favor, like, I mean, he, he yeah, basically he, he gives us each chapter as he writes them. Uh, and so when, when he was writing Small Favor, like there was a week and a half that we went by that we thought Michael had been killed on the island. So nice. like the beta list like went through this entire mourning period <laughs> before we finally got the chapter where we find out he was okay. So changes to ghost story was what? <laughs> yeah. um, well, also like with Jim and, and Tim being a monster, he actually waited until he saw me like online on Google Hangouts to to post the chapter to the beta list so that he could watch my reaction live. Um, yeah. 
I just imagine her, like you uh, when he was talking to Daniel, he was sitting there with his cup sipping. And I just imagine him sitting there with this cup, like looking at it. She's like, okay, here we go. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Yes, that that that's that is spot on accurate. What would you say is the biggest impact you felt as you had as a beta reader? Like somewhere you're like you caught something that would have been massive, like if that had went to print. But Lara learning twice of what her brother's brother yeah, is, that would like have been that. bad. Yeah. <laughs> he keeps wanting to put that into books. Like that's now happened multiple times. Well, no. <laughs> but yeah, like he has like so many like different versions of the story in his head that that like, yeah, like he needs like an external brain, like several external brains, like just to keep track of it all. Because like, um, like no matter like how much information is already put in, out into the world, like, like, even what even what we know is just like the tip of the iceberg compared to like what is actually like like yeah what all he has planned for the future um so so yeah like i i it's not a, a personal failing in by any stretch of the word uh any stretch of the, the imagination um like yeah like it's it's just too much for one brain um so uh I think that like one thing that that um, just like like on a personal note sort of like struck me like less about continuity but um, like in um, uh, uh, cold case um, yeah cold case uh, there was um, like the way that uh, like Molly had been um, like like really in this sort of state of um, like 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 self denial like uh, like vulnerability um like just because of the her like hypersensitivity like in in cold days which happened like a couple days prior like she didn't even want to hug harry because like like it, it was, was sort of too uh she, she was just too raw and um uh like when she actually like, like uh when her like what she thought was a, a, a healthy sexuality returned to her um like she felt that that was more um like returning to like who she was as a human like she 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 didn't originally she didn't initially see that as um uh as a sign that something was wrong like she she saw that as a sign that something was right uh and so i think that like that like that's something that i sort of spoke to jim about and he was able to like um uh and just like because i'm asexual and just like uh like part of that um like that sort of like tightness i guess uh uh, like I, I think that I had sort of like a different insight and so I was able to sort of share that with Jim and, and he rewrote parts of it just to, to make that a little bit more more deep um, and sort of like bring a little bit more in, insight into there and um, so uh, like even though that's something that uh, uh, like it was subtle but it made me feel uh, special like and important like, like I did a contribution by, by adding that I, I was just going to say it is I mean it is a powerful scene you know definitely on on both of their cases and and you're like oh man it's it's totally finally going to happen one of those and then it's like oh and it's terrible and that's how that happened to Ramirez so because when when we finally read Cold Case we you know many of us had already read the the preview chapter for Peace Talks so we already knew he had a limp and we're like what's that about and all this stuff so you know 
future past spoilers, especially if you haven't read the io9 exclusive, you know, because it seemed like there were uh, uh, some tweaks to the to the chapter, but the story was largely intact for the mm -hmm. for the previews. So I read it again. But yeah, I remember reading the preview chapter and just being like, what happened there? And then you get cold case and you're like, oh, man, that's what happened. That's terrible. <laughs> so, yeah. Yeah, Dim, Dim takes delight in like sinking my ships. <laughs> right. For all of the different versions that you read, how do you keep track of what was real? Because eventually you're going to have the same problem as Jim, right? Like your hard drive's going to mm -hmm. get full. Yes, yes. <laughs> and, and at times, like I feel that coming on. Um, I mean, I think that uh, I've, I think that I read the finished versions like more, more times than, than Jim does. Um, and so, like, I, I think that Jim's, like, just the, the sheer amount of time, um, like, brain space that's spent in, like, the, the kind of unpolished, ambiguous state versus the finished state, um, like, I have a little bit more advantage in that I spend less time in sort of that, that ambiguity, uh, ambiguous place, um, and more time in the, the finished place. So, like, I, I, the, I'm able to um, commit the, the, the finished version to memory a little bit um, uh, more easily. So yeah, that's a bit of an advantage. She lives in the prime timeline, and he lives in possibility. So yeah. he's like he's got a lot of mirror mirrors. Like, mm -hmm. um, right. I also saw in a Q and A that he uses the wiki a fair amount. Mm -hmm. Yes. So you said ships. So I, that was one of the things I wanted to ask about. So who who do you ship with, Harry? Or if you've got others that you want to expound upon that you're more proud of, you know, I guess that fits into the the <laughs> theory territory. Why? Well, I mean, right, some people right, take it one seriously. Right answer. There's one there's one right answer to this question. Yeah, Harry and Murphy. Uh, Harry and Murphy. Uh, Karen loves Tristan. There you go. Exactly. Yeah. <laughs> and uh, uh, Hendrickson guard. Yes. Nice. Yeah. Which Marcon I mean that. Who? Harry, obviously. Well, I read uh, is irromantic, uh, but actually, <laughs> oh my god, am I seriously going to confess to this in public? I am. Yes, yes, you are. Now <laughs> you are. It's recorded for all time. I'm just giving you one more out, so it's never going away. <laughs> <laughs> but no, but just like like when we were filming the 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 um the Harry Marcone scene, as as we refer to it uh, in in the trailer. I mean, just like like. Uh, Chris Showerman, like, he has a vibe. Um, like, 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 everyone on the set, man, woman, and other, um, like, like, they were like, oh, oh, dang. Um, <laughs> I'm, I'm discovering parts of myself that I've never previously been aware of. Um, and so, like, I, like, after my way of, like, detoxing my brain after the, after the trailer, I went back and, like, I just, like, read, like, all the Harry Markone pic that I could find. <laughs> 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 like it's not something that I would want to happen in canon, but I was just really enjoying like like letting my mind play with that that um, dynamic. So <laughs> there you go, internet. That happened. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Yep, that's a thing. You're gonna see a spike in that web traffic soon. <laughs> oh yeah. Oh yeah. Look, we're running out of the internet. I mean, for everybody who's already been self-quarantined for 14 days, like you're starting to get like, look, we already got all the legitimate Dresden we're gonna get for the next three months. So you know. There you go, director. Now you got something to write. <laughs> right. <laughs> um, yeah, literally, like one out of five, I, I, I calculated um, fanfics in the, this fandom are Harry Marco, and I'm hoping that, like, after the trailer, it will be one in four. <laughs> you made a difference. You brought uh -huh. statistics. Up, this is yeah. my contribution to the fandom. Oh yeah. 
didn't you write a short story like a fanfic short story uh, uh like when i was first Morgan. getting into the fandom um like mm. I, I haven't written anything in years uh, because like it feels weird to write things like when you know stuff in advance but but yeah i've written a bunch of fanfics okay and you didn't you like, also they were, write like the... 10 years ago at this point so like they're they're not representative of like the quality of writing that i would want to be out there in the universe representing me but oh well it exists <laughs> I, we all nothing ever goes away we yeah, we've all been there so even yes. ueg you'll own it no but uh I have, didn't I have didn't you write a fanfic, I think. no i haven't did Maybe it's one? didn't didn't you write a, a short story from like Morgan's perspective, like him as a as an apprentice? Yeah, okay, that's the one I'm yeah, thinking it, of. Like it mm -hmm. jumped around in time to like all different parts of his life, uh, and he was speculating um, that the 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 person that Morgan lost at Archangel uh, ended up being Kumori, and it was just like yeah, yes, I, I had this like series of like Shyamalan ending fix. <laughs> um, I really do like that that. Uh... <laughs> conspiracy especially because Kyle is Petrovich right I, I really enjoy that fan theory yes <laughs> that is, that's and, just and I, fact. Yeah. right it's, oh, it's got to be at this point can you share if it's she credible or some, not <laughs> you, actually was, I was wondering do you like do you just get the books earlier what you beta, beta read or do you know more of Jim's plan beyond that or do you I just know a lot of what Jim's plan beyond that yeah how can you stand it? How like, <laughs> I could not do the beta read and then like not share. Oh God, it's 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 really hard. Well, and I, I mean, that's the, actually the probably the most difficult part is like remembering like what part what parts of like what come comes in the future. Um, like Jim has shared with the entire fandom, like in Q and A's versus like what he's shared with me privately. So I've actually like stepped back in a pretty major way in like terms of speculation with, with fellow fans because I'm terrified of accidentally letting something slip that was that is not my place to let slip. Are you if you ever need you... somebody to confide in, I'm always here for you. <laughs> <laughs> Just reach out. I'll be <laughs> We'll be your betas. He's here yeah, one you... of every three episodes to confide in. So you can you can <laughs> did you, has Jim shared this with the other betas, or is it since you're so close to Jim, it's specifically you? So you can only me. talk to Jim about it, or you can't even talk to the other betas about mm -hmm. it. Yes. Oh, well, at least adopt. you get to go, I know something you don't. Yeah, you adopt that mentality. Right. <laughs> That's why, like, I, it's I would. It's something that I can really brag about. It's just like, oh, I'm suffering under this person. I would have to find solace if I was ever a beta reader on something into being like holding it over these guys type thing. Because otherwise in general I'd be like, God damn it. <laughs> so the question the questions you gotta ask yourself is like, does is she about to get released because we're so late in the series? Or does, has he written the series much like he's written a Dresden Files book and we won't know everything until the final two books anyway? That's the question you ask yourself. So <laughs> that's why I keep saying everything's got to come out in peace talks, right? Like we're going to get all this. It's going to tie things together. Of course, there's going to be new questions, but. Uh, yeah, but we will get the answer of who fixed Little Chicago. No, no. Someday. No, oh, even so I don't think that one doesn't. Even that one doesn't no, I don't include that in everything. Talks. Yeah. Just <laughs> See? imagine. I don't think Tim is going to fire me for saying that. No, that doesn't happen in peace talks. <laughs> in 30 years, Tim can't we'll fire me at this point. There's something that doesn't yeah, you have job security. talks. Are you sure? Yeah, it happens in yeah. Battleground. That's what it is. Oh, <laughs> yeah. Okay, yeah. Oh, great. It's Peace Talks Apple. Oh, God. Yes. Wow. Test, by the way. I mean, it is. 
That's Imagine fantastic. The, we're done with the big apocalyptic Dresden Files. The main series is done. We still don't know who fixed Little Chicago. Yeah, it's going to be a micro fiction. It's going to be a micro fiction at the end. By the way. <laughs> by the way, Dumbledore has been gay all this time. <laughs> yeah. Oh, geez. Yes. Unbelievable. Jim, don't you? Don't do it. <laughs> no. I can't. I only. I, my childhood books were kind of kind of ruined with all this post fixing. Just don't oh, this, my adult this is why he does all the content yeah. stuff because he's smarter. You, you parse out the details now, <laughs> mm -hmm. all the side stuff that's never going to be in it. That way, you don't look like you're just reverse engineering your wokeness later. <laughs> you guys get to read the microfiction before it gets up, or like you guys as beta, but versus you, who's the person who does the. Yeah, he posted this to the beta lists. So, list. how did the betas receive the microfiction? Because they've been kind of controversial for us. Um. <laughs> generally just... with a lot of like like table flipping gifts i don't know <laughs> um so about the same then <laughs> yeah pretty much the same yeah. yeah it seems like it whatever microfiction was there something was kind of split down the middle about it and we were arguing except really for, the mic except for mike one, but yeah but yeah yes, yes. No, no, that one pissed everyone off the most it was yeah <laughs> yeah and, and i don't remember there being any um yeah, I actually the they've now been posted like so long ago that I generally don't remember what the, what the beta re response was um, to the uh, to journal, um, but uh, uh, I I definitely don't think that that any of the others had controversy in any way. Yeah. I mean, yeah, I think journal would be the tippy top of that one for us. Mm -hmm. So yeah, it's just so, it's just yeah, it's, oh, I don't know. I mean, I kind of liked it. I kind of I mean, I don't know. <laughs> really all that really are you sure you really feel. Yeah. <laughs> come on director i mean i'm trying try... to figure out if my questions are okay to ask okay fair enough she, like, can, al she can always say i'm not at liberty to discuss uh... really? she's I... very tactfully drank uh... from her cup a couple of times so yeah <laughs> she doesn't have the i'm not going to tell you charm that uh you mm -hmm. know <laughs> yeah but he works with what they got. Right. It was actually great. Um, uh, at Phoenix Comic Con, uh, there was a, a group of Dresden fans that invited me to be on their like Dresden Files uh, theory panel. And uh, so I knew in it, because I do not have a poker face. Um, <laughs> and I knew that just like in hearing a certain questions, uh, like there were, or, or hearing like my fellow panelists like response to certain questions, like, I, I knew that that uh, like I, I couldn't have it recorded because like I didn't want like any little micro expressions to, to be like to be micro analyzed, but um, I actually brought this um, like printout of of Jim's face with this like disapproving eyebrow um, like that I like printed out and put on a stick that I put in front of my face whenever I was afraid. <coughs> Excuse me, when I was afraid I was going to give anything away by my reaction. <laughs> That's awesome. Which yeah, in but... itself gives something away. Yeah. Okay, so we go back and check that out now. Whenever she lifts up the mask, yeah. it might so, well, be... It, it wasn't filmed. Bit. Like, yeah. I, I specifically made sure that it wasn't filmed. So. Right. We'll have, to, we'll have to watch out for that trickery, so get some of those bootleg <laughs> copies going. No. Whenever Jim says that, I'm not going to tell you, or I can't tell you, or anything like that, right. I say, okay, so it was yes. Not <laughs> That's not what I'm going to work on. No, yeah. no, definitely not necessarily. It's, it's an area of focus, I think, you know, that's the way that I take it because, you know, certainly in some of the Q and A's he did in, in Salt Lake City or, um, you know, just when we did the interview, like uh, with him, I do try to like 
orchestrate a question that it's like, I want the answer to give me something new. I know he's too clever that he's he's not going to give something away that he doesn't want to, because I've seen him at too many of the conventions to really pull one out there. But I want to ask it in such an open-ended kind of funneled way that he gives something new. Mm. With, with you, I'm, I'm too worried about what we would get out of it. Like, no offense, <laughs> but like, you know, because it's so close and you guys have had this under the lid at least for the last six months, like, mm -hmm. you know, yeah, the, it, you don't want to even, as you said, get the micro uh, expressions <laughs> or anything, so. But. But yeah, and also That's just like, Jim has been asked so many of the, like, uh, it's very rare that he like, gets asked a question that he hasn't been asked before. And so like he's thought a lot of, about like how he's going to answer certain things in like the most she way possible. And uh, I remember like like way, way back, um, like at uh, like when he attended Focon the next year, um, uh, he like, and like White Knight had just come out. Uh, he was asked um, like uh, who will like, who will get Fidelacius? And uh, Jim's response was that, that no one has guessed yet uh, who is going to get it. And which we find out in small favor that like basically like Harry uh, trades like Fidelacius to, to Nicodemus um, as, a, to, as a way of a like, big thing. And so, I mean, he eventually gets it back, but like his answer of like, no one has guessed it yet is that that perfect way of like, like oh, like, yeah, no one has guessed it yet because it, in the next book he gives, gives it to Nicodemus, so. He is a he is a sneaky sneaky man, mm -hmm. right? I'm still he has been kind of open. Sorry, uh, with the uh, book titles, like he's told mm -hmm. us the titles for the Big Apocalyptic trilogy. Yes. Uh, for the wrestling book, which is now book nineteen, um, mm -hmm. heel turn, right? Heel turn. It's how it's going to be called, and it makes me so sad because it's I like not... it so much more than the actual name of the book. So petition him. That's a petition I'll get behind. <laughs> Not to mention you've got like six months to a year before it's like, you know, actually official, right? Since we are already getting- that Because he has to write Mirror Mirror first. Y yeah. Right. Yes. Well, that's true. Yes. Yeah. Yeah. Right? Mm -hmm. All right. So you hear that fans <laughs> with every Q and A, every interview, every <laughs> right letters. Make him think it as heel turn. Yeah. I've, I've, I've done my best to appeal to him and then haven't had any success yet, but I, yeah. Any of the fans that, that want to sort of add add their weight to that, I, I highly encourage. I offered him twenty bucks when he came to New York. <laughs> right. I, enough. I don't want him to be able to do his laundry, go to the grocery store, read anything online without seeing Team Healed. <laughs> Every tweet, reply mm -hmm. with the with the hashtag. <laughs> I want him to dream it. So. Mm -hmm. I think part of the concern is that like that phrase is like a little too inside baseball. Like like that there's like baseball to I mean like inside metaphor wrestling. inside baseball. Like it's a little bit too oh. um, like not enough people would would understand the um, the definition of that term. Like and, whereas yeah. skin game was totally you know yeah like <laughs> that, that's entirely valid or full know. moon or yeah no, hold on let me start full moon was was yeah, i mean moon i'm not saying i have a problem with any of them but I, out, of, out of all the titles did not that, seem right mm -hmm. out of all the titles that are in the common lexicon uh great peril is pretty good um, mm -hmm. white knight was fantastic yeah as a title that's an amazing great. title great but yeah heel turn because I don't need to know anything about the plot, and I know it fits. Uh-huh. <laughs> and the only reason that I know that term is because I have, have in my life, spent a lot of time on, um, oh, crud, what's it called? TV Tropes. 
and, mm-hmm. and like they, they use that there but otherwise like I would have had no idea what that that word means and, and the see, title that he's old, chosen uh, um, uh, until we change his mind is a lot more widely known so only time WW, knowing WWF came in handy <laughs> as it so happens the the readers of the Dresden Files are huge nerds so you know yeah. oh, yes. oh yeah at least I imagine the people watching this or listening to this podcast, like, I'm sorry, kids, if, you, if you've been unsure about your nerd closetedness, you are a nerd. <laughs> so. I kind of think that when it comes to it gets titles, better. when it comes to titles of the Dresden Files, mm-hmm. how many, because I was, I just, I hadn't really gotten into the fandom back then when it came out, how many knew just from the title that changes were like, it was one word. It's changes. Like, who saw that coming before they read the book? How much was gonna kind of happen in that book? How big it was gonna be? Um, I mean, like, that was a very sort of frequent reaction from from the fans. Or like, like, why did it break the naming convention? Like, like, why is this just a one word title? And because uh, Jim has sort of spe- spoken openly about the naming convention, uh, so a lot of fans like know to expect it at this point. Um, so, so yeah, like, people knew that like something was going to be very different uh, in this book. I'm in danger, just the little Ralph Wiggins. <laughs> <Yes. Yeah. laughs> and I, I don't think this is giving too much away because he alluded to this in, in the Daniel Green interview, but uh, Battleground was almost a one-name book. Mm. Can, can you share what that one name was? No. <laughs> Battleground is one Hold word. On. <laughs> right, yeah. We'll err on the side of caution. Let's see. So if we've got changes, yeah, it, the, the next 15 minutes of the show will be speculation <laughs> about what word. No. What was that well, word? like the reason yeah. that he ended up not going with that is that we're like helping name the book. Um, like we, we convinced him like that it just doesn't suit the book. Like that's not what the book is about. Mm-hmm. Um, and so, uh, so he ended up changing it uh, for, for those reasons. So even if I were to share it with you, it wouldn't give you insight into like more like what the book is about. Except by like process of elimination. Do me a favor and get that Jim disapproving face out, right? So <laughs> this is complete BS. I'm, I'm here in Dallas. I, I'm, this is completely BS. Hold I'm throwing this out Hold there. The yep, seriously, I'm, I'm telling you, the one word was going to be Valhalla because Murphy is going to come back as a Valkyrie in Battleground. So yes. that's that's what's going to happen. So no, no, it happens to be stocks. No, no. I mean, talks Apple. Yeah, yeah. There's the mug. So yes, so, yeah, she <laughs> dies in peace talks, and and then we find out that the second the second nation that Dresden kills because you know they messed with somebody that he loves. <laughs> that happens in Battleground. So. Okay, I can't help it. Would you feel comfortable confirming whether certain characters appear in peace talks or not? Um, no. Uh, I don't think Jim would be happy with me doing that. Everyone appears there. It's whether Everybody or not they appear there. after. I got a short list for you. Marcone, Dresden. He's in the trailer. Anyone in the trailer? I know. I, that's what I'm using. <laughs> Faravax. He yes. was also in the trailer. Yes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Oh, my God. Faravax. Yes. <laughs> the problem is who doesn't appear after Christmas Eve? That's the real issue. Yeah, right. No, no. I need, uh, at first, I need to know if certain people appear in peace talks and then whether they can appear at Christmas I'll, Eve. I'll tell you who's not in peace talks. Harvey from Skin Game. He's not going to make it soon. Right. He is uh, Kim Delaney. Yeah. <laughs> right. Just, yeah. Morgan, Harvey, go down the list. <laughs> yeah. Morgan, you know. The, one of these there are ghosts there. possible. Corpse Staker showed up. <laughs> 
how many mm-hmm. books after? Yeah, come yeah, on. but Corpse Taker had yes. like a legitimate reason to be there, being a necromancy. Yes. <laughs> We don't know who Callan Kamori is. So necromanced Kim Delaney, yeah. you're hearing it now, will appear there. in this book. Listen, oh, if somebody wow. wants to go through the effort of bringing our go nuts. So Kim Delaney is, is Kamori confirmed? Yes, yeah. confirmed. That was actually yes. a body double. She was a lot more potent than you thought. Right. It, it'll, you it'll break, it'll break. Yeah, she, the the whole strong. needing help. Kim Delaney is actually Cowl, so. Oh, wow. Mm. That's, oh. That, that is a twist, yeah. So the the whole needing help with the the napkin uh, circles that was an affectation of you know her secret identity. Well, it was an alternate universe, Kim Delaney. So oh. the other, yeah. Mirror Mirror is going to be lit, man. I'm super pumped. So I and I think it's funny too that we talk about that because I think like there was at least some outcry from our our one you know loyal you know uh discordian <laughs> but uh yeah <laughs> right but he was he was like wait what about mirror mirror and i was like calm down it's i'm he's talked about it for like three plus years i don't think mm-hmm. it's just out the window i think i think we're magically getting a new in-between book which it, it sounds like is what's mm-hmm. happening you know and everything yes. so but the, the last week there was some roller coaster and some stuff and i'm like that doesn't preclude him inserting something and or flipping it because you know i, I brought up what had happened with uh, deadbeat and uh proven guilty right you know mm-hmm. that's uh that's a story right. he talks about all the time so right yes but, i mean you gotta I mean, it's I gotta not even to that you. extent i mean basically just like peace talks and battleground like started out as one just like gargantuan like monstrosity of a book right. um and and actually uh, uh like uh, like before he'd even finished the book like i was starting to work on on the trailer because um like at that time we had no idea like when penguin was wanting to release the book and uh, and there was some strong suspicion that he was gonna that they were gonna try to have it out for Christmas, and mm. so I was like like okay like well we need to like even though you haven't finished the book yet like we need to film this trailer so so that like it can go through post and all that stuff, and uh, I was trying to like write this script, and uh, for for this book that was like that was serving both of these plot lines, and um, I realized like like Jim like you've really written two books here and like 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 long before his editor gave him the same feedback and um so so yeah like he was able to um um uh, so like with the book split he wrote like a significant amount um like not just like to the, the end to to make the peace talks have a more satisfying conclusion and battleground have a start, more satisfying opening um that would like allow them to stand alone but also like he was able to like go back in and and really um tease out like more character moments um uh, like uh, sort of scattered throughout the book and uh, so it's just like altogether just a much more satisfying story and, and just like like just so much more enjoyable to read and um so yeah like it's it's not a matter of like things getting like jumbled around in order it's just like 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 this has now been split and so like what was now 17 is now 18. Right. Well, in, instead of having War and Peace, the Dresden Files, we now have Peace and War, the Dresden yes. Files. So, <laughs> and Jim was so upset that he'd already used the word war, the the title War Cry, because like ah. it's so like War and Peace, and then talks and cry, just like mm, why? <laughs> right. Mm. That would have so been what, what was, what was your side of the uh, what was your side of the story there when he finally did get back? You know what? I am going to make two books after all. The editor said the same thing as you. Like what what was the what's your perspective on that story? If there's anything you could share? Um, my anything? reaction was thank goodness because mm. it was like ridiculously massive and and unwieldy, 
And, it was like, um, was yeah, like Stormlight Big? The two books. <laughs> Sorry, what was that? Was it like Stormlight Big? Uh, I don't think so. I think that's um, uh, Jim um, mentioned in in that podcast that he was in like the the four hundred thousand word realm. It it was not. He he misremembered there. Um, uh, I think it was like originally like two hundred twenty five thousand. But that's so like I, I, like outside of the the territory of what like I think the Ace imprint publishes that um, like they weren't going to be able to use like their own like infrastructure um, uh, to, to publish it. And, and it was gonna just add like ridiculous costs like on their own overhead. And so they were gonna have to um, uh, like just charge a much higher price point just because they were gonna have to go like outside of, of their um, like in-house capabilities. Um, so like like comparing it to um, like, like, well, Brandon Sanderson doesn't charge $50 for it. Like it's a- apples and oranges. Um, I mean, he's got different infrastructure like you mm-hmm. but how long was how, what was work on cold days do you remember that on the top of your head just because that's uh, the longest book so far right i like, don't remember it, it's it's somewhere in the the, the high hundred thousands do you know the word counts of peace talks and battlegrounds <laughs> i i haven't okay gone back to yeah. check and actually like he he just finished um doing like additional layers of revisions of, of battleground and i haven't seen those yet um, so I, I don't even know where that that ended up shaking out. So like so the I can, budget is somewhere between one and one billion. Right. Mm-hmm. Yes. Yeah. Yes. And the book price, we we missed it out. You know, the book price was going to be between you know ten dollars and a billion as well. But mm-hmm. now we're uh, we're much closer to ten dollars than a billion. Uh, so you guys you guys are such nerds. You guys are all like, what's the word count? Blah blah blah. And I'm I'm thinking here that Jim wrote a book so big that he broke the printing press. Mm-hmm. So <laughs> he had to be like, no no no, this book is too powerful. It must be two books. So, yeah, I mean, that is a certain status. That's what they did to Tolkien. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah. Yeah, I mean, I was, how many movies? Just, no. I was just the reason I asked was because that's like the longest book I've read so far is a Stormlight book. I was just wondering if Peace Talk was like in that no, scope before. That's going to be the BAT, each one of those. Those are the doorstoppers. Right. Mm-hmm. So, so maybe he should tell his publisher now, just so you know, the BAT <laughs> right. and a little bit. <laughs> yeah, it's now going to be the big apocalyptic heptalogy. So. That'll be like the Odyssey and the Iliad, except. <laughs> so right. there's there's the book stars, there's the book stones, there's the book hells, there's the book bells. Mm-hmm. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> yes. Yeah, that works. All right. Uh, one question about Cinder Spires, since he's mm-hmm. still working on that, apparently plugging oh, away with decent pr- rate. Who's your favorite character in there? Uh Folly. Folly. She's yes. just so yeah. fun. I, I tend to have a, a weakness towards like characters that are just like like not quite all right um which is pro- another reason why i love M- molly and ghost <laughs> oh i'm a bad person um but yeah folly is just so much fun um have you gotten beta chapters for cinder spice yet the next book mm-hmm. yes do we get to see more of uh oh, i forget his name now what what are you the doing cat, the, the no, captain's can't just ask I just, it just I love that character and there's just not enough of him. The captain's best friend, which it's been <laughs> apparently too long since I've re- yeah. read it. So they are. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, okay. I love yeah. him. I love yeah. him. I, I, I will not confirm or deny any detail of, of what happens mm. in Are there are there airships in the next book? No, I'm just <laughs> kidding. So yeah. Like uh, hell, I are I barely cats. <laughs> I barely heard the rumor that it was coming, cats. let alone, you know. It's all confirmed now, so that's that's. Will there awesome. be a dog? 
that is maybe a brown <laughs> I don't pebble. even know what the story is with dogs in the cinder They were not brought up in the first right. book, actually. Maybe there's no dogs. The, the cats the, eat uh, the dogs. That'd be a sad universe the dogs with dogs. I wouldn't want to live in that universe. The dogs on the ground, on the surface, hunting the board. Yeah, I don't right. know if I'd want to live in that universe with the giant spiders yeah. that can just eat your face off or something. That's what happened to the dogs. It's okay That's living in that world as long as there are it's dogs. It's a look. Right. Yeah. Well, it's, I mean, that's going to be a huge 365 days, you know, it's not going to happen in the same calendar year per se, but, you know, mm -hmm. like having two books in the same year and then hopefully very quickly the third. So he's, he's mm -hmm. definitely trying to level out his average, I can tell. <laughs> so <laughs> There's got to be some pride in that, right? Okay, so I did like one book a year. Now it's been like a bit of delay. So, okay, well, I'll scrubbing out two and this next one. Right. I mean, with the short stories and everything, and now two books, it's not even that much behind. Finished it by the summer, like I, I, I don't think that's gonna happen. <laughs> well, I mean, yeah, we we could go we could go with the uh, the the peace talks, you know, mileposts as well, right? Because there was some frustration there, and it's like mm -hmm. uh, it it's the Mister Incredibles meme. We'll get there when we get there. And honestly, I'm gonna have two books to keep me like mm -hmm. if he's turned them into the publisher practically like i'll have plenty of time to keep me busy you know we will e have plenty of content right eg will almost actually be done with peace talks by the time that battlegrounds comes around with his one month you know moratorium so mm -hmm. yeah that month is gonna hurt yeah. well also i mean like now that he doesn't have like all of those conventions to go to to that to like upset his work <laughs> schedule like the he right. might get a lot done a lot faster than than I would even give him credit. So so yeah. That that's fair. Yeah. See, nature uh, abhors extroverts. <laughs> With all this time at home, I might even get to read Codex Alera, but I'm, I wouldn't hold my breath. <laughs> okay, I tried. I tried the second book three times. It's just I don't know. It's I don't they're great. Sure. They're fantastic. The, the second book was oh, my yeah. favorite. It's so good. All, all yeah, but you like ghost stories, so I listen to it on audiobook. I, like I, I, I played Kate Reading. Seven books of the Dresden Files. I don't know what you're saying, Ben. You're yeah. lagging. I just have no idea. Oh, Wi Fi swapping. Isana. Get on it. Isana. Isana. Oh. <laughs> that English. Isana. Like, if he says it one more time, he's going to summon a great old one. So we should probably wrap this up. Yeah. So, <laughs> yeah. Is there yeah. anything you'd like to plug of any uh, upcoming things that we should pay attention to because we <clears throat> have the information yet? Um, Tuesday, there's going to be a Dresden drop, right? Yeah, <laughs> so. yeah. Like it, I'm, I'm sure that all your all of your listeners are already aware. Uh, but um, like every Tuesday uh, in 2020, um, we're celebrating the, the the 20th anniversary of Stormfront. By, which actually is is this week um, uh, by uh, by doing these like original like microfictions, original art, uh, like all of this like fabulous uh, uh, new material that, that folks haven't seen yet. Um, uh, and and just generally having a great time and, and uh, sort of giving back to the fandom that has um, uh, kept us aloft for all this time. So um, yeah, last week uh, was was the trailer, so. I'm so glad to, to sort of finally have that out in the open. Um, so I no longer and no longer have to like sit on the news that, that there's a second book, which was so hard, a, a secret to keep. Um, but... you, try, you try being a moderator when it gets leaked the day before. And yeah, right? like, we kind of we kind of wanted to keep the surprise. We we're like, yeah, and it was like there's a lot of posts. Yep, there was. 
Yeah, and, I, and also I want to just like say thank you to all the moderators that were, were so cool about like when I reached out to them and said like, can you please take like like hide these posts so so that we, it can be a surprise um, in the in the trailer itself. Like, thank you guys for for being so cool about it because like it is legitimate news and so like that there was no legitimate reason to squash it except for just my own my own heart. Uh, yeah. And so so thank you guys for for uh, taking care of me that way. I appreciate it. A bureaucracy curse. <laughs> because like they don't understand Tuesday, they want Monday, and <laughs> yes, great, yeah, everybody. Well, wants. like originally, um, like he, we were gonna do it at Emerald City Comic Con, and um, so like he was gonna announce this thing, um, in uh, like at the, that uh, Thursday night fan event, uh, and then the trailer was gonna go up for everyone on Tuesday, so like the news would have time to sort of percolate through the fandom. Um, but then we would have this like widely publicized, widely circulated uh, thing on the internet on Tuesday. So it would give the publishers enough time to like let distributors know that this was going to happen, um, and like the, the so that uh, we would have like the, the strongest pre-orders possible while still allowing Jim to be the person to break the surprise. And then when we're no longer able to like have that slight uh, sort of staggering of time, um, uh, Penguin released the information like Wednesday afternoon to the publishers, thinking that it would just take them until Tuesday morning to get all their pre-orders ready. But like, no, like they were all super, super on top of it. Right. And then you Penguin on the bureaucracy. posted on their own website that <laughs> so that, because uh, if it had just been like, like Kobo South Africa reporting on this, then like, like, yeah, like, fans could adequately rationalize that it's just like one website just like being crazy. Um, but uh, but yeah, like when when Penguin's website is officially confirming this, like it's hard to hard to say like, nope, that's 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 Definitely just Amazon being Amazon and assigning yeah. like random stuff. Like no. <laughs> it's mm. not as hard as you think. People uh, people right here we're not we're not uh, we're not having it. Like emails everyone that's on their mailing list. This is happening. Like no, <laughs> right? Surprise! <sighs> when will when will it be available for pre-order? Oh, it's available for pre-order now. As audiobook. Oh, um, yeah. I'm not sure. Uh, I mean, and it was the same way with Peace Talks. It, it took them like a month or so uh, to to sort of get up to speed. Um, uh, it, it doesn't mean anything. Um, I know that Marsters is super excited to, to be the one to uh, record it. And like, like everyone involved in the production is just like so completely um, tied to Marsters as, as the, the narrator. Um, we're, we're definitely not gonna, like no one wants to see the, um, the ghost story fast happening. Um, so, so yeah. So I don't even know what you're talking about. And Battleground is someone else, there would be riots. Yeah. Yes. There has only ever been Marsters, so you know it's all good. No, you just got to get somebody else from Buffy to do like David Boreanaz. He'll do Battleground. Well, <laughs> originally, like when they were looking for an actor, just like at zero notice um, to to record Ghost Story, they were like looking for for other actors that like in sci-fi fantasy. And originally, they were going to get Luke Perry because he was in the Buffy movie. And we we're like, no, no, that's not <laughs> wrong, Buffy. <laughs> yeah. How far down the Kevin Bacon number were we going here? That like, <laughs> well, Kevin like, Bacon's always it's got place. Buffy in the name, right? That's mm -hmm. you know. William Shatner reads Ghost Story. By Jim Honestly, Bush. I probably would have enjoyed it more. <laughs> wow, I don't think oh. he was. Yeah. I don't think I, thought I don't want to be fair to him. Didn't was know the characters to the extent that Marsters did because, like, if you yeah, go back right. to like uh, Marsters reading Stormfront, then I mean, like, yeah, he, he's still sort of getting right. people, and he doesn't like his 
performance is spectacular, but it doesn't have like the depth of history and, and awareness that the most recent audiobooks have. Um, it, it took him like a couple books under his belt uh, for to, to really get the level of nuance that, that we enjoy now. Uh, and so people are just comparing like the, the 12th book in Mar that Marsters did to the first book that Glover did and, and it's right. an unfair comparison. Yeah, right. Glover That's did a really good job. point. Well, someone rationalizes that because he was dead, he didn't have the same voice, so it was mm -hmm. okay. Yeah, that was an easy <laughs> rationalization. Right, so that's how I did it. Is there an Easter egg in the trailer that people haven't given you enough time to talk about that you really, really want to talk about? Um, I was I was so excited that, that one person uh, noticed that um, in, in Harry's shield at the very end, I have some of the Fury crafting symbols from the UK Alara covers. I think nice. that was my favorite Easter egg to put in. Um, wow. Uh, the, um, the the text that goes around the shield is uh, the the typeface, um, like the sort of like faux um, uh, faux ancient typeface from the Indiana Jones ride at Disney, and it says something along the lines of like if you can read this, like please go outside. <laughs> no, nice. don't go outside. Oh my don't goodness. go outside. <laughs> it was a different time. Like, if you read this, you're a huge freaking nerd. Like go outside, catch some Pokemon. Like, yeah. <laughs> Your family misses you. <laughs> I need to be a wizard. I should do shit like that all the time. That's fantastic. Definitely someone that was like waiting their whole life to go to Disney that speaks that language. And they're like, oh, <laughs> right. I, I'm, I've got bad news for you. I think you are that person. So like, you, <laughs> there's, there's at least one. Oh, it, it might be you. <laughs> see. Um, I, I really enjoyed that. I mean, uh, so the, the day that we were filming uh, at Lobo Castle, uh, and we're just going to do like whole can of worms here, um, like the, the makeup artist like, already had like this, a, a huge um, uh, uh, list of characters that, that, like, for that, um, the sort of like last supper shot that, that she needed to, to, to service. And, and she had a, an assistant that was going to be helping her out. But that assistant, I, I think, had car trouble or whatever and, and had to cancel at the last moment. Uh, and so uh, she had to like, reach through a Rolodex, find someone else. And so like all in all, it, it cost her like an hour of prep time. Uh, and so like she, we were like looking for things where we could sort of like cut corners. And, and so one of the things that, that she like wasn't able to include was just like the, the, the scar on Marcone's ear from um, like when he was kidnapped by the Narians and it was uh, uh, nipped off in small favor. And so like, I actually like went into the footage and, and um, like, like CG'd on a scar on DeMar Cohen's ear and it, it made me very happy like it's it's so subtle that like literally no one would notice it if I hadn't pointed it out but it just gives me so much joy that like that I could be that pedantic because like there were some situation things that I, I needed to change um like just because like either like we didn't have the money to do it though the way that it was written or um like some degree of artistic license needed to be involved like um like with Lara, uh, she was written as wearing, I don't remember if it was a black or like a very, very dark blue dress, but because so many of the iconic Lara Wraith um, costumes have been white, uh, I thought it was very important for just like the instant character rec recognition factor for her to be in white. Um, so yeah, there, there are definitely a bunch of things that I changed um, for, for, for whatever very good reasons. And so the, the idea of like, so I knew that there are some things that, that I couldn't be pedantic about. And so when, when I had opportunities to be really pedantic, I just jumped on those. So, <laughs> so that was a lot of fun. This is why you're doing the TV show. <laughs> yes. 
All right. Do we have any other pressing questions? Yes, but we're not allowed, so it doesn't matter. <laughs> so many, so many questions. Yeah. The, the one main thing I was going to say while I've got everybody's attention is a warning that next week is also April 1st, right? So just saying, don't buy any plane tickets to New York based off of any news that you might see on Jim Butcher's website. So Ask which, for confirmation April 2nd. Mm -hmm. <laughs> right, yes. right. Yep. It, March 31st at 11.59 is also out, just saying, yeah. so, but... Uh, well, um, I'd actually, like, taken to, to posting things, um, like, a few hours before it rolled over to it to April 1st in the United States so that, like, European fans could, could, could enjoy and, like, like everyone uh, sort of on that hemisphere uh, before <laughs> they got to totally inundated by all the other April Fool's Day jokes. Uh, so, I mean, yeah, like, I, I've just, like, I, I will have the Dresden drop, like, early in the morning on the 31st, and then just, like, don't believe anything that happens later. That day. <laughs> All right. <laughs> Noted. So, and then April 1st is the official 20th, right? Mm -hmm. So, yes, yes. that's awesome. Oh, that's going to work out well. Yeah. <laughs> I know, right? Uh, huge news on the 20th anniversary. Actual <laughs> Titans attack Chicago. No, I was going to say, audiobook announced. It's just a copy of Remember the Titans. <laughs> nice. Actually, I love that. Like one of my previous April Fool's Day jokes was that, um, like Jim, uh, be, like because uh, fans had been sort of upset about like delays in the books, that, that Jim was going to take like uh, like a few years off uh, to to like write all the rest of the books in the series, and the, then they would be released in in short order. And like uh, at the time, I had no idea like what was going to happen with with Peace Talks and Battleground. <laughs> that, was, that was still like years away. Right. And so the, the fact that that was accidentally prescient to, to, to any degree like made me laugh a lot. <laughs> Uh, on the 20th anniversary, uh, Hollywood superstar uh, Joe Pesci announced to narrate the <laughs> audiobook for Peace Talks, or Gilbert Gottfried, or something. Yeah, I, I, I might actually get a copy, quite honestly. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> Just for the interest infected. I want a trailer with mouse in it. So you can have fun picking out the dog. Can't afford mouse. There's so many say. things involved in like filming with a dog. Like Get when you Jim's when you do dog and special. put a lion's mane on it. Right. Yeah. Oh, geez. Brew is like so gentle and derpy and adorable, and just like, yeah. If we need mouse to like like sort of like do the like the dap the little with the nose or like shake hands or like yeah. Or follow a laser pointer. I don't know. <laughs> Might be my favorite short story, uh, the one with Mouse, actually. So good. Yeah. So so good. Sounded like someone gave him the idea of Mouse and uh, Spot Kerberos uh -huh. going around together. Uh, that would be fun. Oh, that was one of my contributions. Um, like I, I pointed him to the Tumblr post about uh, Kerberos meaning spotted, and he wrote that into the book. So like, yes. Nice. <laughs> awesome. We thank you for your contribution to the fandom. So, <laughs> mine's nice. All these other things you talked about, blah blah blah. But that one, that's yeah. You named the dog Spot. Right. I pointed him to the C.S. Lewis quote about like you don't have a soul, you are a soul, you have a body, um, which nice. I found out later was not actually a C.S. Lewis quote. It was just a quote attributed to C.S. Lewis. But oh well. And that quote's name, Albert Einstein. Right. <laughs> Abraham Lincoln. He posts on the internet all the time. So Michael Scott. Should, should we wrap it up let her get back I think to her so. life so, like, i mean we'll keep you forever if you allow us so maybe yeah, I mean, you should... i'm trying to, i'm trying to stay quiet i'm gonna easily break and just go on so. 
Well, that has been a production of the Justin Files podcast. Thank you for watching this. We have plenty of other podcasts. To check out Daniel Green's uh, interview, all so you, you got to do his? is click. <laughs> Come on. Hang on, hang on, hang on. That one's oh, actually. He's got a thing. He's worth plucking. He's interesting. I got a bit. I can let me do the bit. <laughs> so all you got to check out Daniel Green's podcast and interview of Jim Butcher. Just click one of the links in the description. And then wherever you go to any of the links in the description, just search in your URL bar, uh, Jim Butcher interview, uh, YouTube. And then you search that, and one of the results will be. But we also got plenty of other podcasts for you to check out with the Broken Guard. <laughs> um, <laughs> Professionals. Yes. Um, uh, one thing uh, yeah, to so anybody cool. who's still listening is that there have been a few people asking to be guests, and I'm going to try to get those up and running again. It's been weird with the read through. If you haven't already, send an email because I can't remember all the people who's asked, but I can search an email for the word guest. So, uh, yes. Excellent. All right. Um, see you guys also, next time. If you haven't uh, uh, seen it yet, uh, there's a, a Q&A that Jim and I did the other day. Um, mm -hmm. And uh, like, I, I guess when this goes live on Tuesday, like it'll be um, like linked on, on Jim's website. Um, but, I, and I think that we have also linked to it on the, the Jim, Bur uh, Jim Butcher News Twitter. So, yeah. It's also on your YouTube, right? Like, same yes, YouTube yes. as the trailer. Yeah, so, like, if you just, I, you've clicked on the trailer, just, like, click on my name, and it's there. So. Now we've got to go so that in two hours she can post the next bit of news so that we can wait two <laughs> more weeks to get it on the podcast. <laughs> Emergency podcast session. <laughs> right. Thank you so much for coming. So uh, we hope to have I you guess. on in the, again in the future. So I'd enjoy that. Oh, uh Check out High Fantasy on High. Oh, now you're doing it. <laughs> now you're doing it. <laughs> Just cut it. Out.